This is the drinker here. You should give back to the bins a listen because it's the best podcast ever. Believe that. Hello? Hey, hello. Ah, you there. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, then I'm here. Yes, Clum Fandago, I hear you. everybody and welcome to back to the bins we are on for yet another avengers spotlight i'm paul spitaro and joining me today as is often the case is my podcasting buddy dr bill robinson la la i am power man yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> eric Justin. that's a good name eric for me Justin. yeah that's, that's a good power man name is full of power yeah so we, we've now finished the Avengers Disassembled, and we're going back. Back to uh, where we had left we gotta off. we got to go back, Kate. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we got to go back. Why? Are my kids... <laughs> oh, Marty, it's your kids. <laughs> so, actually, yeah, he says, what are we becoming... <laughs> no, it's your kids. Um... So, you know, we had left off, we were doing uh, a bunch of the uh, Caps kooky quartet ish, uh, issues. And, and, you know, it's almost like we've made this kind of an index show when we do the Avengers Spotlight. You know, we, we, we jump around a little, but when we jump around, we do the, uh, you know, we end up doing like a, a long run. We do a block. Yeah. yeah. So the, we had left off with the uh, coming of the swordsmen and threw Cap off the building and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And now we're ready for the bitter taste of defeat, introducing Power Man. Who is he? <laughs> what is he? Who am I? Who am I? I'm Jean Valjean. Oh, no, you're Eric Justin. I'm Eric Justin playing Jean Valjean with Arnold's voice. Uh, so today we're looking at Avengers Volume 1, number 21. The bitter uh, taste of my feet. What? Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> If you're into uh, that. This issue was I, released on August 10th, 1965, and it has a cover date of October 1965. I was alive at that time. Yeah, uh, no, I was not. So it's a cover by Jack Kirby and Wally Wood, and it shows uh, Captain America, Quicksilver, Scarlet Witch, and Hawkeye all kind of in the back, beaten up. Uh, and, and it's got, you know, Power Man 
standing front and center, looking towards the reader with them all behind him, all broken equipment. And he's standing there like, yeah, look at me, everybody. I am large. No. Okay, Quicksilver's taking a nap on his sister's thigh. A little weird. Scarlet Witch is having a fainting spell. Cap is... uh, He's reaching for his shield. I think he just suddenly aged really quickly. I've fallen and I can't reach my shield. And I don't care what you say, Hawkeye is playing air guitar on his bow in the background. (laughs) I thought he was having uh, some irregularity, but it could be that... uh... He is cutting, he is shredding some, all this is before, well, 65, no, there was electric guitars back Oh, then. sure, oh, sure. He is, he is, he is shredding some chords back there, man. Now, I, I, I just don't like the pose of Power Man. He, it's too posed. That's exactly the problem. It doesn't look so, like a natural stance you'd have in this situation. You know what would have uh, improved this cover? What's that? Spit him around in the other direction. Put them in front and, and Power Man no, no, in the no, back? No, 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 no. Have, keep them where they're at and just flip him 180 degrees. Because they're asking, who is who is he? Who is Power Man? So, well, so you, you say have him, him so that you can only see him coming towards them? Yeah, have him in silhouette from the back. You know, just like, you know, I mean, he could keep the same colors on his thing, but we don't know who this guy is. Yeah, and, and quite frankly, it's not really the most compelling of costumes anyway. It's very flamboyant. It's a little too flamboyant. It's, it's a little silly. I have a, I have lovely yellow, yellow star. I have the sun on my belt, and uh, I have the orange flare flares on my sleeves. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's not doing it for me. Not a good costume. It's very different. So you want to but give the synopsis for uh, this one? Yeah, sure. Eric Jostin, though. Uh, well, I'm sure we'll get into this. He he will have a uh, he. He sticks around. Yeah, he's, he's a thunderbolt. Yep. So I will use the readily approved and ready uh, Marvel uh, fandom wiki, which is only like three sentences. Synopsis for the bitter taste of defeat, the thrill of victory, and the agony taste of my feet. Hey, they're showing your ski jump again. Leave me alone. <laughs> Anybody who remembers the wide world of sports might might be familiar with that. I remember that. The agony um, of defeat. I also remember the only time I sucked on somebody's toes, and well, I was really drunk. But that's a story for another time. Eric Justin, who worked as an agent for Baron Zemo before his death, returns to the machinery Zemo used to create Wonder Man. There he finds the Enchantress, who tells him she will use the machine to grant him super strength as well. He agrees and is given the name Power Man. I'm sure this will not cause him any trouble in the future. Hmm. Hmm. I think we actually covered that issue a long, long time ago. The Enchantress then creates a number of illusions around the city that make the Avengers seem dangerous when they accidentally destroy property and endanger lives. Captain America tries to subdue Power Man as he attacks men with important documents, only to find out that the men were imposters trying to steal them. Okay. Hawkeye, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch are also caught with similar traps. The Avengers believe themselves to be nuisances and are ordered by the authorities to disband. And they must go on disbanding. Oh, wait, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> Bad network. 
And it's, it's a kind of a, a not a very complete synopsis. Uh, now, a little note. Just like this, the Avengers had appeared in Fantastic Four Annual 3, where they defended uh, Reed Richards and Sue Richards' wedding from an army of supervillains manipulated by Doctor Doom. Uh, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, and Quicksilver had made a guest appearance in Journey to Mystery when Thor showed up to the mansion and was like, "Who? what are you doing here? Who are you? Get out! Um, yeah. Okay, so this story, which we didn't give the uh, pedigree for it, it was written by Stan Lee, penciled by Don Heck, inked by Wally Wood, colored by Stan Goldberg, and lettered by Artie Simic. The cover was drawn by Jack Kirby and Wally Wood. So yes. the story, the synopsis leaves off the entire beginning of the story where Quicksilver is uh, working on some machinery and uh, changing a fuse and Captain America comes down. I mean, and it's it's drawn by Don mean, Heck, but it's kind of Kirby-esque uh, machinery here. Don't you mean uh, Hawkeye? You said Quicksilver. Oh, I, I, I stand corrected. Yeah, Hawkeye is changing a fuse, and Captain America starts giving him shit over it. You know, you're not supposed to change anything. It's Tony Stark's machine, you know. I'm going to call Tony Stark, and I'm going to tell him. <laughs> He's changing a freaking fuse, Cap. Get over it. So then, uh, but then, you know, the, the, the same thing. Basically, Hawkeye calls him out that way and pulls a, a an arrow onto his bow and he's ready to shoot it. And then Quicksilver whoa, comes. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes, whoa, whoa. Quicksilver comes in as the... The, uh, the voice of reason. The voice of reason, which is very uh, unquicksilverish, <laughs> at least for later. I mean, he's a little hot-headed here too. I mean, but but it's it's interesting here because then they start having a you know Quicksilver separates him and Scarlet Witch comes down, and uh, you know Hawkeye's talking about how he could be a better leader than Cap, and Scarlet Witch's response is if we ever do make a new choice, my bro- my vote will go to my brother. His power is greater than yours. And he is not as hot-tempered. Really? He's not? Have, have you met him? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, goody for him. What would he do without you to speak up for him or cry, sit and cry in a corner? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so she hexes him and... And, uh, and then, and, you know, Cap always does this. I mean, not Cap. Stanley always did this stuff. You know, Cap puts his hand on her shoulder and says, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. And then she's, his touch, so <laughs> strong and yet so gentle. This, ah. is where, this is where it came from. This is where, uh, like we saw in Disassembled, see? This is where it all started, where she had a thing for him. Mm, I guess. See? See, see how? See? It's all connected. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> And from there, we join Eric Justin. Meanwhile, in the South American jungle. So now he was, he says he joined Zemo because he was wanted in Europe for smuggling. So, which makes you... Which is funny, because I believe he'll have the name of the smuggler at some point. Uh, yeah, I think he did for a short time. Yeah. But he, he always, you know, it's, it's a thing about, you know, clearly, obviously, obviously he's European, He's, he's working for Zemo, you know, and Interpol is looking for him, mm-hmm. uh, and he was wanted in Europe for smuggling. If and I yet, what, yet their written like, is so Americanized, everybody. Well, he's like, you know, I've been staying in the jungle 
and I didn't leave as the other soldiers of fortune did. This guy's walking around with his clothes all ripped up on like a cane, a makeshift cane. As if I leave the jungle, I wouldn't last a week. I don't. I don't know how you're making it in the jungle. To be honest with you. But. Yeah, he's got an injured leg, and yet he's digging through the uh, the rocks, which. I don't know how you move rocks that big, honestly. One person without superpowers. I throw a rock on him. To, to get into I the lab, Zemo's laboratory where he created the one called Wonder Man. I still remember how it happened as though it were only yesterday. And actually it, well, was about uh, 12 issues ago. Issue number nine. Yeah. Number, number nine. nine. Then we have so a flashback fitful. showing how uh, Wonder Man got his powers. <laughs> and then the Enchantress comes in. Some enchanted evening, I will manipulate another man. This is the chance she's been waiting for. Yeah. This is the chance she's been waiting for. Why, she, couldn't she just like bring anybody there? Why, she has to get this guy. And she's prepared to give him all of the power... And work Zemo's machine. I've got the power. So he's got to strip down to his undies. Oh. And, I mean, it's, it's amazing how quickly that she could give this power. She, she flips a switch and says, okay, we are done. You will find a suitable costume next door. Now, uh, yeah, because I'm thinking he, if I remember correctly, he does have the ionic powers. Yes. But he's not... Well, Wonder Man's history is storied and long, too, so... I'm well, his, sure. he never went through the... Unless I missed something. He never went through the death and rebirth that Wonder Man did, which almost well, kind of galvanized his powers. There was a there was a, a line... See, I, there's so many of the later Avengers I haven't read. There was a, in one of the newer volumes. There was a, a squad that they called themselves the Revengers, and Simon Williams was in that, and I thought it was composed, and I could be wrong, was composed of all people that had had ionic powers. Um, mm. Maybe I can make a quick... Because it was like, took place in one of the later annuals in like the mid, like, I want to say in like, between, somewhere between 2008 to like, maybe 2018. Somewhere in there, I remember picking it up I, I like in here though while you're looking for that uh you know she says he needs a name a name worthy of his power just as long as it isn't anything childish like wonder man no your name shall be power man <laughs> it's like, yeah, really this is so it's corny as all get out but who cares all that matters is that i need fear nothing now and i really like that panel where he's he's kind of in the foreground with his fist in the air and, and Enchantress is behind him. That one just looks very cool to me. Ah, oh, here we go. The Revengers. Disillusioned with the Avengers after their numerous failings, Simon Williams felt that the team was a cause of more harm than good, organized a group of lesser-known heroes. He formed, informed them of the failings of the Avengers and his own views, convincing them that the Avengers had to be stopped. I vaguely remember that. Members, let me look. Members, D-Man, oh my, Anti-Venom, Wonder Man, Virtue, Captain Ultra, Goliath, 
Atlas. Okay, so if that's the same Atlas, Devil Slayer and Sentry. Oh, Sentry was the one that was in Force uh, Force Works. Hmm. Oh, that one, Century, not Sentry. Yeah, yeah okay. not Sentry. It's it's Sentry, not Sentry, Paul. Yes. <laughs> not to be confusing. It is confusing. It's like salsa and salsa. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, so the the, the Avengers get word that there's a monster complete with bug eyes. I don't really see the bug eyes, but whatever. It's more like he's got a. I would point out more the. Does he have a horn on his head? Yeah, the horn on his head, the giant body with all the hair over it. Really, the mug, bug eyes is probably the least of things. And the very cool looking purple pants with yellow sash, and diamond encrusted belt. <laughs> well, em, em, excuse me, ruby uh, encrusted belt. Oh, it it changes color. It's an illusion, so it doesn't matter. So yeah, he's in the city, and they they throw they throw things at him, but he's not really there. In the city, uh-huh. So the police come, and they just screwed everything up. And the police say, uh, "What are you trying to do? Wreck the city?" <laughs> what do you mean? Look around you. So. And, and meanwhile, the uh, Enchantress and Power Man are up above the uh, street looking down on them and laughing at their misfortune. So, yep, and then uh, Pietro gets uh, uh, becomes a damsel in distress on a train trussle when he goes to repair some train tracks but gets whacked in the back of the head. By, by Power Man. Power. What a job! What a job for element uh, for Power Man. It's like using an elephant gun to swat a flea. Yeah, you know. Does I guess Quicksilver's powers don't come with any sort of heightened sense of what's going on around him. So there's no reason yeah, somebody can't think, sneak up behind him. Now I his reaction time has to be faster. He should be able to hear something and react way quicker. Wouldn't you? I mean, wouldn't you? Yes, yeah, so? I would think so. It it it, seems, it feels almost. You should like be a able to get the drop on Quicksilver. I mean, he should. I mean, because no, I don't think so. Well, anyway, he takes him out. Although with, he's distracted, he's trying to fix the tracks. And he gets taken out with one punch. <sighs> one punch, man. And then, as you said, he's the damsel in distress because he's laying across the train tracks with a train bearing down on him. And the other three Avengers come to his rescue. Well, and they're even like, hey, how did we get here so fast? What's going on? It's like someone cast a spell. Hey, look, it's Quicksilver. We've got to move. We've got to move it. Move it. We've got to move these refrigerators. Got to move these colored TVs. Uh, I was doing I was doing the lemurs from Madagascar, but that works. And too. I was doing dire straits. Move it. Oh, and they saved them, but they uh, they screwed up the train. Way and, to go, gang! And and you know it's amazing in these books though how quickly the the people can turn on them. Which you know, I mean, it's amazing in real life, I guess, how quickly people can turn on someone. But it's like, yeah, I was gonna say it's like you know, you Avengers will be held responsible. What was Quicksilver yeah, but- doing down here in the first place? He was investigating a plot. Come on, lady, you'll have to do better than that. (laughs) 
but uh, Quicksilver actually uh, does a line that we won't hear uh, till uh, it, until Star Wars. He says, I, I don't know. I was hit from behind. <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. I mean, it's right there in print, though. Yeah. So, so and then we have a little bit more uh, pontificating by uh, Power Man and the Enchantress. And, uh, yeah, you know he's like, oh, it's a good thing you emptied the train, or they would have never wrecked it like that. Blah blah blah. It would have been. Why would she? She should have. Ah. She she could have left the people on it, cast an illusion to make it look like it was empty, and then they'd even be in more trouble. But we're talking a '60s comic, so you know they would do that like now. It's an illusion. They killed everyone. There's, this is a pretty dense tome, don't you think? There's a lot of talky-talky in this, there which is. is fine. But yeah, they're all like, you know, somebody's discrediting us. What's going on? Using us like puppets. Puppets, I say. Public is beginning to think of, of us as irresponsible troublemakers. And again, how quickly the public can turn on them. And the Scarlet Witch, you're too cruel, Hawkeye. Captain America does not deserve such treatment from any of us. And he's like, he's a big boy, he can speak for himself. And inside he's he's saying, she's right, but I'll be hanged if I'll admit it. Yeah. Stick up for yourself, what's wrong with you? So then, uh, Power Man, using the tried and true method of attacking somebody, throws a rock at them. (laughs) Hey! Look out for that flying rock. Too late. Oh, now I've seen everything. Really? It's a flying rock. Here comes the plane. The plane. He's wise to a shoot. Ah! <laughs> I don't know. It just looks weird to see Cap in this. What is, is it? Is it supposed to be a helicopter? A plane? What's he in? I don't know. We only see that one shot of it. It's like, is there a blade on top? Is it got some type of... I don't know. So the, these people he's attacking, they're... It's like, oh, wait, they're, I do see uh, it on the other page. That does look like a helicopter. Yeah, it's right next to Enchantress. I thought that was a fly next to Enchantress. Big giant bug next to Enchantress's head, but... Yeah, okay. No, yeah, Cap was sitting there. He sees so, all the papers... Your but papers, it, it, it's, the papers. It, it's like very unclear. It's, they're, they're people with important documents, but they're imposters who are trying to steal them. And it's like seems seems unnecessarily convoluted. So Cap attacks to protect these phonies, and he's like his reflexes are slow because of a. Spell of Enchantment by the Enchantress. Oh, you know what? That's how he was able to get the drop on Quicksilver. Because manipulations by the Enchantress. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, no prize how... no prize for Dr. Bill. Thank you. Now I do I like, gladly accept nothing. I do like that the uh you know, Power Man does have some pride. Because he's saying he wishes she would stop trying to slow him up because he'd like to beat him on his own. Right. Not that he would be successful, but whatever. Uh. 
But <laughs> that's where he punches Cap. Cap's like, oh. Is it that or is it Scott's? <laughs> no, that's that's when he throws him. Is the like on the previous page? When when um, Cap got him from behind and uh, he flipped him over his shoulder. That's. So then, then is, you know, uh, with Cap unconscious, the uh, people come over. Those thieves disguised as uniformed guards would have stolen our vital papers if you hadn't stopped them. You're a hero, young man. But what made Captain America attack you? Is it true the Avengers have gone berserk? Wow. So, so this has now become, you know, the, the standard story that they've done so often, and they did it in uh, Spider-Man Far From Home even, you know, in, in recent days. With the villain who presents himself as being the hero. And then the hero yeah, starts being, uh, you know, put down because of it. Oh, we don't like you anymore. We like the new hero. Yeah, but back in 1965, it wasn't that... Uh... Yeah, it wasn't quite as overplayed yeah. as it is now. Mm-hmm. It's surprising that they, that they did that as recently as they have. So then... Uh... Yeah, I mean, Quicksilver being the good guy he is. How do we ever win the war with you on our side? (laughs) (sighs) So then uh, Power Man uh, attacks Hawkeye in the dark, crushes his uh, arrows. Snap! Then we have a little interlude where we see Pietro and Wanda out on the town. Because they Did have he, a strange how sibling does, relationship. Uh, how does Hawkeye know his name is Power Man? Didn't uh, Did, didn't Captain America say it, say it in the? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, man who calls okay, himself Power Man. But I'm just Power trying man. to see where. He must have. Trying to yeah, see he where said the it, guy. I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when he threw him over his shoulder. Says nobody gives orders to Power Man. Okay, back a few pages. Okay, and, and right. then. Yep. 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 Okay. Sorry. Oh man, he really crushed them arrows. Well, that's gotta hurt. My arrows. So they. The, oh yeah. The, the, the Wanda and Pietro are both out on the town, but then they both make excuses to to separate so they can uh, investigate Power Man. But the. Oh my God, they were seeing uh, Dolly with Carol Channing is name dropped. Oh God. Well, hello, Dolly. Looking swell, Dolly. Wasn't Carol Channing fabulous, Pietro? <laughs> yeah. Yes, he was great one. I'm oh, sorry. That's a terrible Carol Channing. Well, even Carol Channing did a terrible Carol Channing. Oh, yeah, I know. And so we go back to the fight of Quicksilver. I mean, uh, Hawkeye and and Wonder and Power Man. And he's pretty much wiping the floor with him. Gets him in a bear yeah. hug. You know, uh, let's see. No, Star Trek had not been on yet. But this is two times I've seen Power Man use a Captain Kirk move. Because he gives, when he fights Cap, he gives him the the double-fisted punch. Right? Mm-hmm. And then here, it's like when he's, well, it well this is more like when the Gorn had Kirk in the... Uh, in 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 the bear hug, so I, I I guess I get it backwards, but you know, get, you know, Hawkeye could have given me a karate chop to the neck, 
Watching professional wrestling all those years, the double-fisted punches, they always called that the double axe handle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mm. then the bear hug, obviously. Yeah. But now, you know, know, a bear hug in reality, if it's going to be enough to stop you, it's probably going to break your ribs and stuff. So you don't recover from that so quickly. What? What do you mean? What are you implying, Paul? Are you implying that wrestling is in some way manufactured? No, I'm saying in the comic book. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, especially if he's Power Man with enhanced strength. Unless uh, Hawkeye's got a girdle on. He's got a steel. He's got an adamantium girdle. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So then Quicksilver starts to uh, come to defend him. And... I don't know, it seems kind of a dumb thing. He reaches into the ground and pulls up a water line, which hits him with a big splat. Well, because, you know, water lines actually just, you know... What, yeah. It wouldn't have just ripped right in the ground and, you know... I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a comic book. Yeah. So yeah, then I mean, Wanda's, Wanda's so looking... Because he got wet. Wanda's out there looking for them, and she gets stopped by the police, who were called by Wonder Man, who said that they were trespassing on his property. We've already arrested Hawkeye and your brother Quicksilver. Even you Avengers have no right to invade private property. And they take her off and arrest her, too. (laughs) So then we cut to... uh, As the the Enchantress looks on. Yes. They'll never live down the disgrace. Hours later, at an explosive session of the city council, this has gone on long enough. The newspapers, the radio, TV, all the pressure groups in the city are howling for action. Despite their great powers, despite their past record, they must be taught that no one can take the law into their own hands. That it's unanimously agreed we declare the Avengers a public menace and issue a court order forcing them to disband. Again, how quickly the public turns on people. And uh, they say they can't defy a court order. And... Ah, they were out on cashless bail. Oh, sorry. When I took command of the Avengers, we were at the height of our power look and prestige and fame. And now look what I've done. Well, Cap, I'll tell you what you've done. You're wearing Quicksilver's outfit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got a green shirt on. So no man enjoys the taste of defeat, but to the proud it can be doubly painful. Next issue, you'll see what happens to the mighty who have fallen. We promise you a tale you will never forget. And all we ask in return is that you be here when we meet again. Enough said. Well, I don't know if no man enjoys the taste of uh, feet. Oh, wait, sorry. Defeat. Not the feet. Defeat. Well, they don't taste bad with alcohol, so i got to say. I'm going to pass on that. Thank you. It helps. So, you know, not a bad Silver Agey book. Yeah, it seems like a lot of machinations. Just to, I mean, they're going to a lot of trouble to discredit the Avengers. Yeah, it's like that. You know, they're not content to defeat them. They have to discredit them. Which, I mean... Well, but sometimes uh, other heroes try that and it just doesn't work. Just trying to go head to head. 
So you got to use a little trickery. Yeah, but once again, you know, this is an example of compressed storytelling. There's a lot, of, lot going on here, you know, and, and a lot of information and dialogue and narration, narration. Uh, throughout this whole thing. So, you know, for your what did this cost? Fifteen cents? Twelve cents? Twelve cents? Oh, it probably cost me about uh, anywhere between. Eight to forty dollars, depending on when I bought it and what condition it was in. <laughs> but I, I'm insane, so. Yes, you are. I paid many, 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 many times the cover price. I'm sure Professor Allen just went. Ah! <laughs> I just heard him all the way from Ohio. Well, I do not have this. I have the Avengers complete. Uh... CD-ROM, mm. but I do not own this issue. The next issue, issue 22, is actually the earliest issue of the Avengers that I own. Mm. So we'll have to come back and do that one day soon. But in the meanwhile, uh, I, I feel like this is better uh, Don Heck art than what I usually get. There's a couple of spots where I don't like the proportions on some of the characters and certainly the minotaur illusion with the purple oh, yeah, pants that, and all of that that, is, that, that doesn't do it yeah. for me but other than but, that i'm liking a lot thing, of it yeah the stuff in avengers mansion with all the uh with all the equipment looks uh is pretty i mean very very detailed and you know what else is is a nice uh okay so we got the first the first shot Hawkeye is changing the fuse, right? And he's got that thing above his hand, right? He's got three circles and then a bunch of circles under it. And then you look down on the next page, that same thing is still kind of there drawn the same way. It's like there was a little bit of, you know, trying to keep consistency. It just wasn't, you know, because I'm sure we've, I've seen other panels where it would be a totally different machine and not even close to matching what we just saw. And then down on the next panel, again, there's the three circles. It's like he kind of tried to maintain a little consistency. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Yeah, I, I'm giving the credit. You know, I mean, you always obviously have to give credit to the penciler, but I'm giving Wally Wood credit for inking this well because mm-hmm. I, I like a lot of the detail work on it, and I think a lot of the things that I that I really look at favorably are probably influenced by the way that he inked it. Hmm. So, the cover, like I said, the cover, to me, I just don't like that positioning of, of Power of, of Power Man. Uh, and I'm I think I think you, what you, you suggested should... really would make it more compelling to me. You could have him in that exact same position, but facing the fallen heroes and facing away mm-hmm. from the reader, make him, you know, more mysterious... Uh, and less posed, or less posed appearing at least, uh, it would look then like he was coming in on them. They're already on the ground, and he's coming in on them, like going in for the kill. Uh, so I think I would like that better. Uh, as it stands, I'm going to say I think it's well drawn, but I, again, that positioning on Power Man really hurts it as far as I'm concerned. So I'm going to just say a C plus on, on the cover. Uh, the interior art, again, I'm really happy with the inking on it. I think the uh, layouts are decent. Uh, I'm going to say a B on the interior art. 
And the story, you know, yeah, like you said, a lot of machinations going on and all of that. But to me, it felt, you know, like it was a dense book and a lot of cool stuff going on. So I'm going to say a B on the story, and I'm going to give it overall a B. Yeah, cover, I mean, with with that little change, the cover could be pumped up to a B, B plus. But, uh, yeah, it's it's a C plus. Um, I do like... The, uh, the interior art, um, no real major quibbles. Um, except for that one creature, yeah, that one creature's. Mm. And that's more the character model than the drawing of him. Right, right. But I can um, kind of, I can kind of accept it a little bit because he's an illusion. True, true. B plus. I I liked how there's something different about the enchantress. About what? Like different looking about her. Um, I don't know. I don't know if maybe the based it off of somebody from the time. She looks more real than like some of her the way she's been drawn in other books I don't know she looks different here so I, I'm so I, I'm gonna give it a B plus and then uh, yeah for the story uh, I'll give it a B minus so you know it's like right at a B yeah so we're, we, we landed in the same spot yeah so next time out not next episode of back to the bins but the next Avengers spotlight we'll do number uh 22 you know who i think the city official guy looks like with the with the gray hair on the sides and i don't not that the gray hair but just the way and i think it's the glasses and i wonder who drew that the um the serpent crown guy in in oh, that heads uh, rocks and oil yeah Hughes, uh, Hughes something oh, oh i can't think of his name now is it Hugh? it may be i'm not sure uh, I guess I could look it up real quick. Serpent. Serpentine, Sheldon. You get away from an alligator. And my dog's yelping in the background. He's scared for the upcoming... Uh, oh, as we speak, there is a hurricane barreling down on Scott and myself. But no one but, else. Well, I mean, other people in Florida, too. <laughs> but it's actually going to go straight line, I think, close to him and then over my house this time. But by the time he gets over here, it's going to be uh, 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 a little bit diminished. Okay, I found. So that's in a Marvel 2 and 166. Hugh Jones. No. Yeah? Hugh, yeah, that's what it says. Hugh Jones. I work for you, Joe. You know who you know who I was thinking of, which is the, not the right person. I was thinking of uh, Hellcat's ex-husband, uh, Buzz Baxter. Um, hmm. I think he does have some. He He's, did have some connection to rocks and oil. Yes, he did, he, he we, was involved in that uh, Serpent Crown saga. Yeah, because didn't we touch on that in one of the Defender things we talked about? Uh, or no, maybe that. No, I think we uh, didn't. We do the Serpent Crown saga. I, I think we did. I don't. I, I believe we I did. I thought we did the Kang saga that had her in it. 
Did we do? And I think it, it bled into this. It bled into the Serpent Crown. But I don't. Did we keep going with the Serpent Crown? I think we did. I. Hmm. Maybe we did. Oh, you were thinking. Were you thinking of Paul Destine? No. No, that oh. would be in the uh, early issues of Submariner. Right, right. But it was disguised. Man called uh, Destiny. Uncovers a serpent with disguise in its encasement, calling it the helmet of power. So it was the serpent crown, but it was hidden. Mm-hmm. Mm. So. Speaking of Namor, um, would like to congratulate Marvel for changing a character enough that I'm sure Bill Everett's family will just get uh, no money from his appearance in the upcoming movie. Once again, bravo, Marvel. Way to go. And that's enough of that. <laughs> and we'll talk more about Black Panther. What is it? Uh, Wakanda, Wakanda Forever. Uh, some of the time. <laughs> but for now, I think I'm going to bid you all adieu. Adieu. A deer? A doe? A female deer? I bid you adieu. Thank you so much for listening to our show, and we hope you'll continue to join us each and every week for more good old-fashioned comic book back-issue awesomeness. You can contact Back to the Bins to leave feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, and criticisms via email at bins at twotruefreaks.com or by joining the Back to the Bins group on Facebook. Back to the Bins is a proud affiliate of the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Network, which you may find at www.twotruefreaks.com. Two True Freaks is a registered trademark of DiManzo Corps of Milan, Italy. All rights reserved. Please take a moment to stop by the twotruefreaks.com site and check out their many other fine podcasts, won't you? Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to, got to go work out with the power man. Yeah, got to do the reps, <laughs> the crunches, do the Pilates. <laughs>